go? Yeah. Yep. Ready to roll. Episode 101. I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down, the better I should Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Whistler and Vancouver, places where we tell you all about places in and around Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss in our 101th. 101? 101. 101st episode. 101st. Oh, there first. we go. First episode, we have Graham Menzies. Hello. And Dave. Hello. Dorgy, and myself, Michael Finnegan. You guys are authors of? Two books. One on Vancouver, one on Whistler, and uh, a brand new one on Victoria. So and, that's uh, two yeah. right there. That's two right there. And we've got... <laughs> that's three. Sorry. Yeah. Never was good with math. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even notice, actually. Well, the Victoria <laughs> one's brand new, so I've never said it before. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're not going to talk about Victoria quite yet. We teased not, that in yeah, the last yeah. episode, but we're going to get there eventually. Yeah. Uh, but what are we going to talk about today, guys? We're going to talk about a re- we've got a few restaurants in, in all three of our books, and the, this one is very unique. It's called the Dark Table Restaurant. I know it well. It's in Kitsilano, and the the, the, the why don't you you know because I blab too much all the time. Yeah, tell 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 them our listeners what the concept is, Mike. I've been a few times. You've been more than once. I just went once. I didn't. I, I didn't feel it was necessary to go back once. You've been once. But tell, t- tell the people about what it is. Do you want to say it was my old date spot when I was oh. when I was a single guy? I would take people there. And it was uh, it was fun. Uh, so I've been a few times, but it is a restaurant where when you go inside, it is completely pitch black. And the other trick to it is the waiters are waiters and waitresses. Some of them are, are impaired. Are blind. Yeah, some of them are blind. Are they not or, all or sight impaired? Yeah, sight impaired. Sight blind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're yeah. all sight impaired. Um, so it's a little bit more interesting because they, you know, to them it's always dark to us it's right you know, yeah. it's a new experience so you go in completely pitch black you can't see anything and it's just a very interesting yeah experience and it's I a think different like, way to eat like if you're wearing a watch they make you take everything off. i take it off, i right? went in like there it's got and that it's like luminous yeah. it's it's and not it's dark. dark it's it's black it's dark. remember when you used to do film photography and you develop things right. in the dark room that it's like that film. yeah yeah like it is so dark you can't see a thing and i had my luminescent watch on and somebody gave me heck they said take that thing off and i thought well hardly gives off any light so you're you're greeted at the door. You're helped inside, kind of guided have, down. And you have to pick your stuff ahead of time. You look at the menu before you go in. Uh, right. You pick all your stuff. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you yeah. can't see inside. Yeah. Yeah. So what What I didn't, okay, what I liked about it, it's unique and it's different and it's kind of fun to talk about and tell people you've been there. It'd be good, good for a first date or kind of, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't like about it, you can't tell if it's clean. Right? You have no idea. You have no idea. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to go there in the daytime with the lights on. You don't know what they're serving you. <laughs> you know? Speaking of well, that, what sort actually, of things do you like? What do they have on the menu? Yeah, so, you know, regular fare. But yeah, we can yeah. But I mean, like, is there a, is there a bread you, basket? You or do you have to like feel around to yeah. find the bread basket? Or like, yeah, all that. Yeah, like they'll put the plate in front of you. Sorry, Mike. You look like you're going to say something. But speaking of not knowing what's on the menu or not knowing what you're eating. What did you remember? What you got there? I might have had spaghetti, or I mean, it's just like a regular menu in any other restaurant. I might have had uh, fish and chips, or you know, I don't. I didn't go there for the food. Do you remember? So my one of my favorite parts about that place is, is you can steal food off other people's plates. <laughs> <laughs> that too. That, that too. was my. Subject. That's why you don't know what yeah, you yeah. ordered. But because uh, <laughs> you were probably eating somebody else's meal. One of the best things is you can get a mystery plate. Oh, you, okay. You, you can go in and say, I want the mystery. Because there's only like four or five. Like yeah. You get a starter, you get a main. You, yeah, know, so yeah. you can be like, give me the mystery one. So you have no idea what they give but, you. And then they put it down in front of you. And obviously, I have no idea. You have to try like, and guess what it and is. And surprisingly, yeah. it takes a little while to guess what Actually, it is. Yeah, a lot you know, of meat tastes yeah. the same. Is yeah, it yeah. chicken or fish? You have or, no you know, idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hmm. 
So the the so concept fish and chips or spaghetti, fish and chips, you know? a ham yeah. sandwich the or a milkshake. The food is pretty good, though. I will give it to them that their food right. is, is well. The good. concept uh, traces back to Switzerland and a blind man named uh, Jörg Spielmann, and he used to blindfold his dinner guests to demonstrate um, what eating was like for a visually impaired person. And well, I mean, I think that you know, it's for me, it's a bit of a stretch. You, you know, you can tell people, oh, you could taste the food so much better because you're missing one of your senses and everything was just so much more delicious not seeing it. You know. I don't think I could say that. I mean, it was a neat experience, but mm. it's not as though the food tasted better because you've lost yeah. one of your senses. <clears throat> I could see that going two ways. Like, on the one hand, all right, I get that argument. You're not you're able to see it, so you're using your other senses. But like you were saying, Mike, um, if you can't see it, uh, you're kind of missing one of the, the clues as well, to what, what you're eating. And so it might be kind of difficult to tell, you know, what you're eating or, or how and to experience. One of the things I guess that's the whole point of the, mm-hmm. of the experience. Now, nowadays, you know, because with like, I can't get over people that take pictures of their food before they eat it. And post it <laughs> I got a friend of mine. I got to yeah, tell you. Hey, look, no criticism. I'm just not into it, man. I just want to eat it. I'm not going to take a picture I gotta of tell it. You a little, well, I got to tell you a little story. You had a friend from New York visiting recently. Yeah. I had a friend from New York visiting recently. And we went out for dinner, and uh, his wife and his uh, sons were with us as well. And they, they're kind of foodies, and they, they enjoy a good meal. And we went out for a restaurant, and we have a meal. And then the, the, the boys and uh, his wife brought out their iPhones to take a picture. And my, <laughs> my friend leaves, leans over to me, and he says, the phones eat first. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was wondering where he was going. That's think, a great line. Yeah, whenever, and I did it myself when I was on but, vacation recently. Like We're sitting down, we have a meal. I'm like, hang on a second. The phone's got to eat first. There's you know, no doubt. Mess this up with a fork or anything. Was it haggis? Nowadays, the presentation of food. No, you can't. But I was going to say one of the things you enjoy about going out for a nice dinner is when they bring it, they're revealed, it all comes together. You go, wow, you look at it. It's, it is kind of overwhelming. I can see why people would want to take a picture and post it. I get it. But you miss that here. It's just brought to you. Mm. They'll put it in front of you. You can hear it. Then you put your hand kind of on the table and you kind of, you know, kind of feel over to where it is and grab your fork and try to. Managed to get some food you in your mouth and your you feel fork. around some more. Mm-hmm. And it, it was challenging. It was interesting. It was fun to go with. Um, I went with my partner and my sister and brother-in-law. And we laughed. We looked forward to it. We, you know, something on the calendar. Hey, let's try it out. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm surprised how long it's been there for. It's been a while. It's been there for at least a dozen years. Mm-hmm. And um, it, is, it is on 4th Avenue, um, a couple blocks east or maybe uh, three blocks east of McDonald's. It's actually at 2611 West 4th Avenue. And um, it definitely is a unique place. I don't think it's a place that all cities have, you know. I mean, I've, I've traveled a lot. I've never heard of another restaurant like this. I've been to one in Toronto and one in Montreal. Okay, then I'll take that back. It's a place that you can get in many other cities. <laughs> Thanks for contradicting me. Sorry. I have, like, I've, done, I've done the tour, and this one, this one was one of the better ones, I think, actually. I wonder if they have anything to do with this one. Were they called Dark know, Table? You don't remember? Yeah. I pitched it in uh, New Zealand when I lived there, actually. There was, a, there was a winery there called Black Estate, and I talked to them, and I was like, you guys should do a like a dark dinner, and they, they almost did it. They might have actually done it now since I left. You might do it as an event, but to do it yeah, as yeah. an ongoing seven... I, when I drive by, I often think it's closed because there's not many... There's no windows. Yeah. It doesn't look really open. It just kind of is there. Yeah. And, um, you kind of have to sit outside, look at the menu, do all the stuff. It's kind of part yeah, of the experience. And yeah. they explain it to you before you go inside what they're going to do, and someone guides you in so you don't trip and... It's a trip. You do. You have to. I remember you have to. You have to grab the people in front of you, their yeah. shoulders, and they lead you around. Right? Yes, yeah, so it's quite an ordeal to get you seated and get you out of there. 
and the food was good, yeah. you know, and it's the kind of thing, I, like I said, I'm surprised you went back. I mean, I, I did it. It's not as though I want to go back and go, oh, yeah. I want to eat here every week. I, you know, uh, this is a good place to go. No. What was your experience like when you getting in there and then like sitting down and eating? Like, what do you remember about? I yeah. remember um, just to be, you wanting to feel the food where it is and then grabbing your fork and trying to, try to pick something up and how do you cut it? And it how really was hard. Done? You put your hand on it. I think you, they gave you lots of napkins because you got to feel it with your hands and you can't find any more food, you know, and then you know you're done. Um, and my hands were all greasy from trying to feel what I was going to eat. I mean, otherwise, I, you, know, you can use the knife and fork too to feel it, but I use my hands. Yeah, the yeah. first 10 or 15 minutes is just really weird because it's so dark and you can hear stuff and you, you don't really know how big the room is. Yeah, and like, and yeah I was going to say, do you eat, know how many other people you are do, there? Yeah, you can hear it all. You don't really know how close you are to other people. You can't really tell. And then after, like, I felt, I, every time after, like, 10 or 15 minutes, I kind of, like, just kind of get into it, and you kind of forget, and you just kind of get into the experience, and you get a little bit more comfortable with it. But you know what I will do? Every, every time I've gone, and then every person I go with, we start off trying to use the cutlery, and then midway through, you just give up because you realize, yeah. you realize yeah. no yeah. one can see you anyway. It doesn't really matter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it makes you appreciate your sight. I mean, you know, just how, how devastating it would be to, to become blind and how you'd have to adapt and have to um, change your whole life. But, I mean, we take it for granted. You go in there for an hour and a half, and you realize, man, am I glad I can see. I did. So, uh, I felt very bad one time when I was there because I – and I, did, I didn't realize this at the time. I had a drink. I had a glass of wine, and I moved it to the other side. Uh -oh. And what those waiters do is they just memorize where everything oh. is on the table. And, and the guy, the guy accidentally knocked it yeah. over, and he was so oh. apologetic. And I was like, "Well, really, I guess this was on me. I did move it." Thought but I was I didn't just gonna pour wine. Yeah, on the yeah. Table. Uh, it's a, it's. A, I'd recommend it. I think it's a cool experience. It's yeah, it's a cool Vancouver experience. If you're in Montreal or Toronto, of course, you can go there too. And apparently, so, Switzerland. Well, that's where they originated the from. Original, yeah, yeah. The, the original uh, concept came from there. Yeah. yeah. Well, we try to uh, in our podcast. We try to tell some of the stories that uh, some of the stories behind this story. Uh, if, oh. you, if you will. Yeah. And I remember on this one, um, tell us a little bit about the photograph. I was going to well, ask because, you guys, what is yeah, the photograph? We, yeah. we were just They've had a concept. My idea was let's just have a, a totally blank black page, you know, yeah. and because that's what it is when you get there, you know. And the publishers took umbrage to it. They said, well, no, because it'll look like a mistake. Like if you look at the book quickly. Look like a printing you, error. It looked like a printing error that, you know, we didn't print anything there. So... And like with all things, we compromised, and uh, they came up with the suggestion, why don't you just have a candle that kind of represents a dark room? And the, that's what it is, just a, a, a candle in there. But you, you cannot light a candle in there. It is so dark. And like you said, people get upset. If someone takes their phone out or anything like that, they are yeah. cranky. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the Dark Table. Dark Table Restaurant on 4th, a couple of blocks east of McDonald's. What was the McDonald's. tip for that one? The tip was um, the CNIB shop in Vancouver, Oh, yeah. There's a, a shop that the Canadian National Institute for the Blind runs, and I used to have a Braille watch, so that I often find when I'm in meetings... What is a Braille watch? Braille watch is a watch that has a uh, uh, on the uh, the dial, the wristwatch. Uh -huh. uh, the dial is a glass dial that lifts up. Okay, so you lift it up, and then you can put your hands on the face and feel what time it is without uh, having to look at it. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Nowadays, with um, so you could be in meetings and you could just. I found it when I was in sales because yeah. I spent most of my life in sales. I'd be in front of a client. We'd be really getting to the juicy part, but I'd be in Toronto a lot, and I'd be late for a flight, and I'd want to look at my watch. But the minute you look at a watch in a sales meeting or any kind of meeting, it signals to the person that you're talking to that you want to get going. You know, there's nothing more, nothing worse than the body language of you looking at your watch while someone's talking. So I found that uh, in my sales career, I'd often just kind of I want to know what time it was, so I put my hand underneath the table, 
open up the watch, feel for what time it is, then I'd know and I could I could act accordingly. I still have that watch. That's a cool watch. It's a cool watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real watch. They sell them at the CNIB. There you go. That's huh. a tip. That's great. Yeah. Oh, that's so a great was, tip. Was that's that your final, yeah. Was that a final thought? That was a final thought. So go. that yeah, yeah. You guys got a, you guys got right to it on this. Between one. the pic I think between the picture and the CNIB, I think we're done for final thoughts. Yeah. Graham, Unless Graham has thought? one. No, no, that was definitely one of my final thoughts. Yeah, well, you could achieve the same thing tonight. We could just close our eyes and eat, you know? But I'd worry that Mike would cheat. I tell you, I've been, we, en- we I've been enjoying your homemade potato salad this we evening. We have had a little meal here tonight, and we should have just warm up, just closed our eyes, and I would yeah, make sure that Mike would... up all the windows. All the food would have been gone yeah. in Mike's pockets. Yeah. yeah. So my final thought was, I made one of my best jokes ever when I was Oh, I can't wait. What did yeah, you say? Yes, yeah, so this is a great one. So we were there, you know, someone's birthday... There was a. Th- I think they did have a candle. I think they came out and everyone oh, sang okay. in a classic way. Yeah. And then somebody said, how old are you? And the person said, 45. And I said, you don't look a day over 40. <laughs> and the place died laughing. And I was like, I still think that. That's pretty good. You don't, was, look you don't look a day over 40. You couldn't see. I right, had no right, idea. Yeah, it was yeah, great. Yeah. But people loved it. That was well, a good that one. Was, that, that was quick. It was, was good. My favorite. It was one of my favorites. That was a good one. <laughs> So I only well, make I only make good jokes at dark table restaurants. Apparently, <laughs> that's great. Um, but on that note, where is this again? It's on Fourth it on Fourth uh, Avenue. On uh, I think it's, I'll give you the exact address. You got the exact, uh, the exact address. Exact address is two six one one West Fourth Avenue. Easy to get to, and um, really, wor- if you live in Vancouver, you should give it a try. Have some fun and go and do that. I'm pretty sure you do have to make a reservation ahead of time, so head down, make a reservation, head over to Fourth Avenue, check out Dark Table Restaurant. It is a very cool experience. If yeah. you have not done it, it is a you know once in a Vancouver thing to do. Uh, and then I was uh, just keep making sure you keep reaching out to us and telling us places in Whistler in Vancouver that you want to tell us about. Tell us about the favorite places you've been. Tell us what you think about Dark Table. I always want to hear what you guys are up to. Vancouver Places Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can also go to our Facebook page, which is Vancouver Places Podcast on Facebook. But just keep make sure you're coming back to our podcast. <laughs> Facebook and page. our online Facebook things. This is like part of the... the Mike, Mike, Mike runs out of steam. Mark, Mike runs out of steam. Because <laughs> this of is bra- our Facebook brain, page. Brain, brain, brain freeze. It's too much potato salad. That's what it is. Yeah, can't even blame my champagne this <laughs> time. What I was going to say yes. was just keep making sure you keep coming back to our... Oh. Uh, so can't, now I can't get it out. Now I'm really messed up. Mm. But just keep coming back and keep listening to more episodes of Wish I Make Her Places. We'll see you next time. See <laughs> you next time. Bye. The applause dies down all together and then you can hear the words it's incredible how it works <laughs> 10 years almost to the day i caught my first glimpse of english bay i traveled the earth from perth to rome but coming back here is like coming home the more they try to keep me down all the better i live in this here town yeah the more they try to grind you down better i look back to the town <laughs> I can see those tankers sailing down with Alaskan oil or slurping rain.